In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, family. Good morning. Today, Jesus uses a word in the gospel that maybe we're not so familiar with, or the, the gospel uses this word. And the word is zeal. Zeal. Many of us may not even know what this word means, but it's so important. The word zeal, the translation of the word zeal is to boil or to throb at heart. That your heart would throb. Now clearly we saw Jesus boiling and his heart was clearly throbbing, flipping tables over today. We might be thinking, okay, that sounds more like anger. Zeal is, has a, a, component, a component of anger, but it's all directed for God and to God. It's all directed for Him. The anger, the heart throbbing, the boiling is because of sin. Anger, just regular anger, is oftentimes it's rooted in ourselves because we feel an injustice has been done to us. Where zeal is directed towards God and for God because God has been offended. There's been an injustice done towards God. That's why Jesus was so angry today. That's why he was flipping tables over. Not because he just didn't know how to control his anger. Many of us, sometimes we don't know how to control our anger. Jesus was angry for God's purpose because sin was taking place in his house. The opposite of zeal, which is a heart throbbing and boiling for God, is lukewarmness. A heart that's lukewarm, a soul that's lukewarm, meaning they're kind of in the middle. Meaning they're not hearts throbbing and on fire for God, nor are they rejecting God completely. They're just in the middle somewhere. Many of us today are struggling with being lukewarm, being kind of stuck in the middle. Our hearts are not throbbing for God, nor are we rejecting God. We're just stuck in the middle. It's kind of like, you know, when you don't have a hot shower or and it's not a cold shower, it's just kind of the, 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 the water is kind of in the middle. And that's just a terrible feeling, right? You either just would rather have it cold or hot. Jesus says in the book of Revelations, he tells John, he says, I wish, I wish souls were either hot or cold. For if you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. Yikes. If you were distracted, <laughs> you're definitely not distracted anymore, right? After hearing that, I will spit you out of my mouth. Jesus does not want us on the fence for him. He does not want us in the middle. He wants us all, all of us for him. So Jesus will stop at nothing. He will stop at nothing to bring our souls back to him so that we're not stuck in the middle, so that we're not lukewarm, that our hearts are on fire for him. Now, if we find ourselves lukewarm today, meaning we're not, on hot, we're not hot on fire nor are we rejecting God, it's normal. We're human and we're going to be struggling and we're going to be fighting 
this lukewarmness all of our lives. So I'm going to give us some signs of a person that might be struggling with lukewarmness today or, or a lukewarm soul. If you see yourself in any of these, do not be alarmed. A person who's lukewarm is somebody who constantly puts off their prayer and their spiritual practices. Meaning, okay, today I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the Bible today. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna fast today. I'm gonna do something today. And then, you know, it's the end of the day and you're like, mm -mm. I didn't do my rosary. I didn't do my Bible. I didn't do anything. They just keep putting it off. And then they never do it. The reason why is oftentimes because we're focused so much on whether or not we feel like praying or don't feel like praying. If we're always looking for us to feel like praying, we're going to keep putting it off. So a person who's lukewarm is just constantly looking for a feeling. And when they don't feel like it, they just keep putting off their prayer time. And they just don't give God that time. They don't spend time with God. Another sign of a person who's struggling being lukewarm is somebody who only prays when they want something from God. They don't pray consistently. They don't spend time. They don't read the scripture. They don't go to adoration. They don't pray their rosary. They don't have a relationship with God only when things are going wrong. Only when they need something from God. Now all of a sudden they are, you know, little saints, right? I'm going to pray and I'm going to fast and I'm going to do a novena. Why? Oh, because you want to pass your test. Another sign of being lukewarm is somebody who's always seeing the good that they do and bragging about the good that they do and they're not willing to see the good that they still need to do. Somebody who's always like, yeah, Father, I, yeah, I pray and I fast and, you know, I do all these great things. But is not able to recognize still the work that they need to be doing and the way that they're still not on fire for God. Another sign of somebody being lukewarm is somebody who is afraid of speaking the truth in public. Guys, we got to get ready. We got to put our boots on. We got to put on our armor. We got to get ready. We got to start speaking out. Proposal three passed. It's devastating. Our culture and our children are going to be attacked. Little by little, you're going to see what's going to happen, and it's going to be very difficult. We cannot back down. We cannot be afraid to speak the truth. We've got to fight back. We've got to fight back. Yes, it passed, but we can still do something today. We're not defeated. God will never be defeated, but he's waiting on us. Don't be afraid to speak the truth. Don't be afraid to, to say that you are traditional, that you're conservative that you believe in life, that you believe in God. Don't be afraid. Another sign of somebody who's lukewarm is somebody who always minimalizes their, their small sins, their venial sins, and makes them like they're no big deal. Sounds like this. Father, you know, I lie, but, you know, they're not really big lies. They're not a big deal. You know, just, I'll say, you know, kid you know. I hear that one a lot. Father, yalla, we gossip, you know, you know, sometimes, we're sitting, you know, that's my favorite one. I love that one. 
Like we try to make it seem like our venial sins, they are venial sins. They're not the greatest level of sin. I get that. But somebody who's lukewarm doesn't want to actually make a change even with about their, their little sins. They overly minimalize that little sin so that they can justify themselves so that they don't have to change. Right? Then there's the opposite. Somebody who's lukewarm will also, they will over-exaggerate their mortal sins and they will condemn other people very fast and they will condemn themselves very fast. They will just completely like beat people up because of a big sin, a mortal sin. These are all signs, my brothers and sisters, of things that you and I, we struggle with. We're human. We shouldn't be scandalized, nor should we be upset with ourselves. These are things that we need to be aware of so that little by little, we can grow out of our lukewarmness and be on fire for the Lord. Now, how do we get out of this, though, practically speaking? I mean, how do I get my heart on fire for God? Some, some remedies that I think could be really helpful if we can start practicing them. The very first thing, the very first principle in breaking our lukewarmness is by practicing our spiritual practices, whether we feel like it or not. To continue to pray whether we feel like it or not. You're laying down and you're saying to yourself, you're sitting there on TikTok and you're scrolling through the 50th video and you're like, really, I should be just, I should get out my book and I should be reading, I should be praying. Drop it. Continue to do it. You know every single day at this time you like to pray and today you don't feel like it, do it anyway. In seminary, we used to have to wake up at 6.30 in the morning. For some of you, that may be normal. For me, that is like the most, like, it's like the rudest thing in the world, honestly. It's like, Jesus and Mary are still sleeping at 6.30, to be honest. Like, <laughs> honestly, for real. So I have to wake up at 6.30, and that never got easy for me. At eight years of seminary, it never got easier. I never got used to it. But I had to do it. I, whether I felt like it or not, whether I liked it or not, I got up and I did it. I never stopped. So if you're struggling with lukewarmness, don't be afraid that you don't feel it. Don't be afraid of that. We should still do it. Break our pride, break our lukewarmness, and pick up that book and read and pray and fast. Another, another thing that we need to do when we are kind of making these uh, spiritual practices that helps us because see, what happens with spiritual practices like reading or praying or uh, going to adoration is it kind of becomes too routine and mechanistic where we're just kind of going through the motions, then it comes really dry and then you don't feel like doing it anymore because it's not exciting. So a key that will help us in staying consistent is doing this. Before you pick up your rosary, before you pick up your book, before you go to adoration or when you're there, you say this to yourself. What am I doing right now? And why am I doing it? Remind yourself. Okay, so if I have the rosary in my hand, instead of just going, Father, our Father, our Father, and just going through it, I need to stop and I need to remind myself, what am I doing right now? And why am I doing it? What I'm doing right now is I'm, I'm meditating on the life of Jesus with our Blessed Mother. And I'm praying one of the most powerful weapons against the evil one right now. This is why I'm doing this. 
and I'm praying it for a specific intention. That gives us purpose, it gives us direction. So what am I doing and why am I doing it and never stopping? No matter how I feel. Another remedy is to meditate on death. To meditate on the fact that we will die. All of us. You know, the saints, oftentimes you'll see in pictures, saint pictures, you'll see a skull next to them or a skull in front of them. The head, a skull. It kind of looks weird. Why would they do this? They put a skull in front of them because they wanted to remind themselves of how, how little we are truly because we're here today and we're gone tomorrow. And that all of us will end up like skeletons one day. Yes, our soul, our, soul, our soul will be with God, but our bodies that we put so much focus on and the material things that we focus so much on and the glories of this world and everything that we become obsessed with is all going to be gone one day. One time a priest named Father Larry Richards told this story about how he saw an old friend that he hadn't seen in a long time at the gym. And he was like, hey man, like, how's it going? He's like, man, you look, Father, Father was like, man, you look like you're really in shape. You're doing really good for yourself. He's like, how much time do you spend at the gym? He's like, to be honest with you, Father, I spend an hour a day at the gym. He's like, wow, that's awesome. He's like, that's good. So you spend a lot of time at the gym for your physical body. How about your soul? Do you pray? What's your spiritual life look like? And he's like, yeah, Father, of course I pray. Every day I pray an Our Father and a Hail Mary. <laughs> he was like, okay. So you spend five hours a week seven hours a week on your body that is going to be in the ground one day that is going to be eaten by maggots that today you're skinny the next day you're not who cares he's like this is what you're spending but you have you spend 30 seconds on your prayer with god so we need to meditate on the fact that all of this will be gone one day that it really doesn't actually matter that the glories of this world, will one day we're going to have to stand before God and He's not going to say, how many times did you go to the gym? How much money did you have? What was your clothes like? What house did you live in? He doesn't care. That's not what matters. He's going to say, was your heart on fire for me? Did you love me? Did you serve me? Did you fight for me? We're all going to die one day. We need to meditate. We need to keep death before our eyes. And remember what really truly matters. Another remedy that can help us getting out of our lukewarmness is studying the lives of the saints. How many of you guys, how many of you guys uh, took a saint card this past year? Picked a saint for the year? How many of you guys? Yeah, many of you guys took a saint card. How many of you guys yet have to pick up a book on that saint or watch a YouTube video or learn about that saint? We still have yet to do it, right? Many of us haven't learned about that saint yet. We picked the card, we know nothing about that saint. Study the lives of the saints. Watch a saint movie. We have Formed. Formed is an amazing database of Catholic movies and Catholic shows and amazing stuff that will get our hearts on fire. Are we doing that? Are we learning about the lives of the saints? Because when you see the way that these saints live, it lights a fire in your heart. It gets you so excited, motivated, and determined to love God the way that they did. Learn the lives of the saints. They're our spiritual heroes. And last but not least, 
Pick up some sort of spiritual reading that will help you with what you're struggling with today. For example, if you're having marriage problems today, pick up a podcast or pick up a book on marriage, Catholic marriage. If you're struggling with, with depression and anxiety, pick up a book. Educate yourself on depression and anxiety in, the, in your Catholic faith and how to get stronger through it with God and through God. What are we really actually doing to get ourselves out of the rut of our spiritual lukewarmness? We all have the tools in front of us. Today, my brothers and sisters, it's up to us to make that decision. God waits on us, not because he wants to flip tables over and he wants to be angry at us, but because he loves us and he desires our hearts to be on fire for him. And that, my brothers and sisters, is the purpose of our lives. So let us ask God today to put a, heart, a fire in our hearts so that we leave this church with great zeal, hearts throbbing, hearts throbbing, hearts on fire for God. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.